everybody, welcome back to the Sour Mash Podcast. Uh, we are your Sour Mash Tours team. This is Dylan. Danielle. And Andy. We Dylan are so... Said, oh, we we our. We our, yeah. We our the Sour Mash. I got like a little twinge of like Scottish or something. Yeah, that we, we are the Sour Mash <laughs> Tours team. <laughs> Hi, B. Dylan. And then I just went into like a Captain Ahab. That, that was a little <laughs> bit more pirate okay. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a Monday, guys. It just, is. just give me that. But um, anyway, <laughs> we are the uh, the Sour Mash Tours team. Um, Sour Mash Tours, Louisville's first and only uh, guided walking bourbon tasting tour. You can find us on uh, online at sourmashtours.com and at sourmashtours on social media so uh, check us out and come uh, drink with us and if you like the podcast subscribe on your favorite podcasting outlet yep and tell a friend yeah and give us a review let us know what you like about or us or multiple friends even tell everyone you know tell all your friends yeah but not your parents we yeah, don't want don't them to listen parents. we don't I'll take the parents too yeah I'll take I, the parents take too. I don't know what no. heads against parents I don't know. We just, sometimes we say dirty words. That's okay. Like if I was just like piss. <laughs> like all, people don't need to hear that. We're all, Beep. <laughs> we're all adults here. Are we? Kind of. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Somewhat. But yeah. Andy, you want you want to talk about what we got? What we got with us <laughs> yeah, right let's, now? Because we, you know, let's let's get, off. let's get out of talking about piss and stuff, and and not listen, <laughs> not wanting parents to listen to us, and talk about the real issues in the world, like what bourbon we're drinking. So some exciting. News coming forth in Louisville, Kentucky, and I saw a headline today that Rabbit Hole Distillery is going to open up uh, for public tours. Um, I got to go and tour the facility about a week ago and taste some of their products, and it's a very, very cool place. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But did first, you just hold on? Did you just like slightly humble brag a little bit? No, it was more than a humble brag. It was just a brag. <laughs> just a full on yeah, brag. Just a up brag. I saw that they're, they're going to open up for there public, public tours soon, in, but, but I, I was able to go. to go in. A couple of hey, Fridays ago. Hey, hashtag bless is all I'm saying. Hey, yo, kids, if you want to learn anything, uh, if you want to get some free behind-the-scenes tours, start your own bourbon touring company. Yeah, absolutely. So we're drinking... But not, but don't do that. Just do something different than right. what we do. We, don't, we can't handle any competition. <laughs> um, so the product that stood out to me that they uh, offered at the tasting at the end was their rye. And it stood out for a couple of reasons. One was because it's a 95% rye and 5% malted barley mash bill. So when I saw that, I automatically assumed that it was from our friends at MGP. Mm -hmm. It is not. Um, So Rabbit Hole never sourced anything from MGP. They contract distilled at, quote, an undisclosed distillery in Northern Kentucky. Um, There's really only one distillery in Northern Kentucky that that they'd be contract distilling at, and that is, in fact, New Rift Distillery, uh, which is in the parking lot of the best liquor store in the world. My favorite store. Hey! Uh, no offense to any of the liquor stores in town here in Louisville, but I don't think that any of them have their own distillery. Uh, that's the the party mark, party, party source? source, party source in Bellevue, Woo! Kentucky. I love um, it. So New Riff, uh, their master distiller actually used to work at MGP in Indiana. Uh, he was like second in line, and he was very familiar with this ninety-five-five mash bill blend. And I tasted it, and it was, I thought it was wholly unique. And I actually poured us some uh, Bullet Rye, which is the MGP version of the 95.5 blend, so we mm-hmm. can compare and contrast here. But Color's different. Color's bad. It's only a two-year rye, which, too. Which our listeners can obviously tell. It's a, it's a two-year product, and mm-hmm. I think it has a lot of good character for only being two years. And it's, can, I'm very excited to see how this ages. As someone who's not familiar with the party source, like, 
how big is this distillery? Like, they're they're making a good amount of bourbon there. Um, I think all the production is up front, like right off of four seventy one there, and then they have aging warehouses in the back. So New Ref, for a long time, they were putting out bourbon under the label OKI, which stood for Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. Yeah, uh, and that was MGP sourced. But it was aged at the New Rift Distillery. So they initially put out, I think, an eight-year, then a 10-year, and most recently a 12-year, and then they retired that brand. They had a release party last week uh, where they put out their Bottled and Bond, which is their first distillate. And my mom went to that mm-hmm. uh, through some of her contacts that she has. Uh, Lisa is a woman experience. around town. She absolutely like, she is. is. She's awesome. So everybody. she picked me up a couple of the new rift uh, or new riff new riff bottles uh, that they're bottled in bonds. So I'm looking R-I- forward to trying that. R I F F. Yep. New but, riff. So Rabbit Hole contracted their rye there. I'm pretty sure, and also their bourbon, which is a four grain bourbon. They use two types of malted barley, um, mm. and actually use malted wheat. Did they talk to you about why they use two types of malted barley? I mean, considering that barley is just more of like. A catalyst in the process. They don't see it like that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They, they see it as more... Actually, I need to check the bottle because it might be two types of malted wheat. Either way, they malt everything <laughs> uh, because it does... It, it improves the mouthfeel. Um, huh. And it, it gives it a, a nice, a nice thick, uh, luxurious palate. All right. Which they also told us that at Castle and Key is why their gin and vodka is so um, kind of viscous is because... <laughs> we talked about this list. So gross. <laughs> I just hate the, I hate the word mouthfeel. <laughs> it sounds gross. I would like to drink some of your viscous juice. It's not a word I would Either way, they attribute that to their hot malts and barley content. <laughs> it improves the mouthfeel. Whatever you like, there you go. it gives it to you. I'm looking for something viscous, <laughs> personally. So Rabbit Hole has their four grain bourbon. They've got this rye that we're enjoying right now. They have a sherry cask finished bourbon, and then they also have a London dry gin that they actually source from London and then finish fairly briefly in their rye barrels. So it gives it a nice tinge of color, and that gin was pretty delightful, actually. Huh. Nice. What do you guys think That's about a... the the rye? This is nice. It actually like doesn't present itself as a rye to me like right off the bat like I'm actually getting a lot more of like a like a bourbon kind of sweetness to it as opposed to like some of that spice that I usually get I get more of that on the nose but palate to me is pretty classic rye mm. but it's yeah. definitely different than this uh, bullet which should I be I think the bullet like about that is like maybe that maybe that's the key to that barley because um, bullet's one of those like there and gone again no offense it's a really great product but like this definitely has that like mouth feel you know that that viscous element yeah give you a little lasting taste <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna look up some synonyms for I, viscous after this i think i think we think thick thick i think we it's a thick bourbon <laughs> nice coating i think we figured out what the title of this episode is gonna be what mm. viscous viscous <laughs> viscous liquids <laughs> yikes but no, this is good. And plus, I mean, that the, the space is just unreal. It is. Um, the cool thing that I didn't know before we went is the area where the still is and the, and the fermentation tanks and all of that is going to be open for the public just to walk through. 
at mm. any point. So you could just be cruising Wasn't down just Market like open Street. People? Yeah, it's just like part of where the public can just walk through. But it goes like straight, like it goes like straight through, like yeah. bottom and top of the distillery. Yeah, right? it's, it's it, like once you get into that area, it's all open. Yeah, they don't have any fans in there either. They designed the roof to create like um, airways that, that moves air through it very efficiently. I guess. Wow. It's a great idea though for like that area of Nulu. There's so much foot traffic and people are always, oh, you know, I mean, yeah. there'd be it's the a slam one. dunk. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it goes back to like the new distilleries that are being designed now aren't just there to make booze. Like they're there for there, the entertainment experience. and the experience. So like, yeah, I mean, you go to to Buffalo Trace and all of them. Like that's ma- like it's an industrial site. Like they're there to yeah. Make and then stuff. they just they figured out a way to do tours in an industrial yeah. site. Absolutely. They're built from the ground up with yeah. the tour in mind. Yeah. And it um, rabbit hole. Like when you walk through where the grains leave the the hammer mill. Uh, and go toward the fermentation tanks. It's clear. It's underwater. Or under under the, underwater. It's <laughs> wow. uh, under the walkway, and you can see all the grains moving um, oh, through this cool. this vessel. Yeah, I can't wait to go. Yeah. But the the other cool part is that upstairs they have a bar, um, which is being developed in uh, conjunction with the folks that started um, Death and Company, which is one of the kind of original revival uh, cocktail craft. Uh, craft spirits and, and craft uh, cocktail bars in New York. Um, so they're working closely with Death and & Company. And I saw today an article that they hired a bar manager. Uh, it was in Louisville Business First, and I don't pay for that, so I couldn't read so the couldn't article. You couldn't read the actual article, but you got, like, the, the first little snippet. Yeah, I got and then it gives you, like, that first paragraph, set. and all of a sudden it's like, no, you can't read this shit. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> if you if you can read really fast, you can, like, Get maybe get like a hot take from it and yeah. then it disappears. And it's gone. But nobody wants to pay that. Like, I'm sorry if anybody from Business First is listening, but I could find that information elsewhere. I mean, yeah, but not. We can't really say anything bad. Like, Business First did run an article about us. Which yeah, but I really couldn't cool. read without pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. We did get the, we got I the did. paper I version. Had, I was paying for it for a while and then. It, my membership just ran up. It's but helpful. I like it. I read. I mean, I read it like so all the ones out, that I can. Shout out to Business First. We love you. We just want to get a couple more free articles. That's right. Just a couple. A, couple, you, a few more seconds of. If you uh, if you sponsor the cast and give us some free access, yeah. we will we will pump we will you. No longer trash you on the podcast. <laughs> Hardcore to thirty listeners <laughs> every more other than week. Thirty listeners now. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're moving up. Let's get some traffic. They okay. could supplant www.trustcrooks.com <laughs> as our mention sponsor, maybe. Oh. oh. Watch out, Crooks. <laughs> Andy, like, you you didn't just do Rabbit Hole, like, your exclusive behind the scenes. Like, you also got to check out, like, the newest, the other newest spot in town, right? Yeah, we went yesterday. We did a, a Sour Mash Tours event um, at uh, the Old Forester Distillery on Main Street, which is also very, very cool. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't in production on Sunday, so I didn't get to see like the barrels being made, but they set that up and they moved people through and it's a well-oiled machine there. Um, they're making, I think, 14 barrels of whiskey a day. They're all aging there on site. Um, they make basically enough whiskey to fill how many barrels they make in like the mini cooperage that they have upstairs. But you get to see more of the whiskey making process than any distiller I've ever been to because they do have that that cooperage on site and the one thing I was disappointed in because they weren't in production I saw the button but um, if you go through there while they're making barrels 
one lucky person on the tour gets to push a button to shoot flames up and char the inside of the oh, barrel wow. as That's it goes cool. through the assembly. Line. That's pretty cool. Did yeah. you guys get to check out the, um, like where they store the barrels? We did. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's and and kind of like Dylan was talking about. This thing was built from the ground up to be not only a commercial whiskey making facility, but also. Um, a, a tourism destination. Mm-hmm. So as you an go through space. an event space as mm-hmm. well, and they've got a bar that's opening up yeah. uh, called George's, George's, I think. And so throughout the the tour, you're seeing things on the information on the wall that they put up to to give you a little bit of color behind what the tour guide's talking about. You walk through a hallway where all the walls are charred as if it was the inside of a bourbon barrel, and it has words of uh, different flavors that the whiskey picks up while it's in the barrel. So. It's uh, so it's, it's got a, like so it's got uh, chocolate covered bananas. Yeah, on there. No, so <laughs> when, when we did the <laughs> that's the, Andy's favorite tasting note for an old force. For yeah. old forester, for sure. And when we did the, I forgot to tell you this, we did the tasting at the end, and they, it was generous pours of uh, eighty six proof old forester, the signature, the hundred proof, and then the the nineteen twenty, which is the uh, sour mash sixteen champion. That's true. All of our one of our favorites. Um, the guy asked what we tasted and I said, with your products, I always get banana. And he said, that's funny you say that because the proprietary yeast that we use imparts, uh, that flavor into the, where's the the chocolate coming from? Uh, that comes from the barrel. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Quick on that one. That was good. That was nice. Yeah. So Um, there you go. You've been vindicated. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't make fun of you on tours anymore. The space is amazing. and, And actually I... I've been to the gift shop, and um, I have been to the event space. For Castle Weekend, I won a drawing with WFPL, or WFPK here in, here in town, our local NPR station, and I got to see Margot Price perform at the Old Forester Distillery. So the event space, when I went to see it, it was actually set up for like a corporate type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like There was a, you know, a company in there. They had the projectors pulled down, whiteboards. But when I was there, it's actually sort of like a sound studio, and they've got like all the stuff on the walls, like the the sound barriers and stuff. And she played, and it was amazing, and it's super cool, amazing terrace. So in addition to a bar, a distillery, a rickhouse, uh, cooperage, it's also an event space. Yeah. Um, and I'm also very excited about Old Forester being on Main Street because I think it's huge for. Our downtown, mm-hmm. you know, our downtown in Louisville is growing. I mean, the convention center just opened today, so that's also a really big deal. The new convention center, I'll say, but you know, we don't see a lot of activity outside of the nine to five, yeah. Monday through Friday. Outside of like basketball games at right. the M Center, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah and concerts. concerts. But but it's growing for sure, and Whiskey Row has we a have lot a to do with that. Company now. Right, I mean that's huge. Like having having a retail store down there was a big deal. That's so. when you know your city has made it when you can go buy armachillo underwear without and getting butt, in line. And, and he loves armachillos. Yeah, that, that butt naked underwear yeah. was just like thirty, naked, not 30 dollars naked. a pair. So so that's my that so that's this is my uh, my Craig Brown shout out. So <laughs> exclusively, where's that butt naked? It's good, man. Andy loves the armachillos. I can, I can vouch for it. I've never bought a pair, but I'm waiting for the that like fall clearance. So I can go get a pair. They are expensive. I will say that, but I think they're worth it. Um, But yeah, anyway, so long long story short, outside of the underwear, um, Old Forster Distillery, amazing, very cool. Um, and two new hotels are opening next door too. Yeah, Uh, what was Hotel Distill? Yeah, two boutique hotels. What's the other one? I don't know. 
Okay. We're seeing this like huge boom. So I mean, it's actually going to be a walkable downtown. Like yeah. that's that's what that what Louisville really hasn't had, you know, since I moved here in 2006 was, you know, there was no reason to go down on Main Street. And now Main Street is literally like an attraction. Like you go down there and you can spend a day and you can see so much stuff other than just the museums which are all also cool but you know you get that bourbon experience with it which is amazing if we so. could get those bird scooters back then it'd be even more kind of <laughs> walkable or scootable you just wanted to like go around town and pick them up yeah i wanted to try to make a little <laughs> extra money i guess um but also they're just fun to drive r.i.p bird so they'll be back. back they'll be back dylan you and i went got to see the convention center today what were your thoughts on that yeah you know as, as daniel said the uh the the Convention center after what's been two years. Yeah, so it's been shut down for two years for renovations and they added on this huge extension and just made What I think is just a gorgeous building so I didn't really know what to expect when I when I walked in but you know, it's just It's new from head to toe. It's not the convention center that I remember It was like it. I mean they said they were renovating it, but that one block was totally leveled at one point which caused for terrible, terrible traffic jams. That was insane. But it's it's cool because for the first time in two years, there hasn't been construction going on on Market Street. And it was like calm but busy. And I'm really excited about it. Because walking in there, you can see... Like for me, I can just see thousands of people that are going to be in there just exploring Louisville and checking stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I thought was cool about today's event probably the only city in the country where you walk into an official city event at 10 a.m. on a Monday and the first thing you see is Evan Williams experience pouring samples of bourbon. Complimentary. Complimentary complimentary samples of bourbon. bourbon. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And then walked upstairs and found that they weren't even the only ones there. We had Rabbit Hole there. We had Falls City City pouring beer beer samples. Uh, Then there was a whole room where Michter's, Jefferson's, and Buffalo Trace was posted up. Yeah. And this is an event... I. When I saw that, I thought surely maybe this goes on until like five o'clock. Yeah. No, it ended at noon. Noon, twelve thirty. So twelve thirty after lunch, everybody goes back to work after getting nice and liquored up on a Monday morning. I abstained. <laughs> I would say that Monday morning at ten a.m. is the only time where I have the opportunity to drink free bourbon and I turn it down. Yeah, probably the only time of the whole week. Absolutely, I but I did. You did. I'm pr- we're proud of you. I had a piece of chocolate covered bacon. I had an a, a official convention center cookie, which was phenomenal. Mm. Um, I had a, uh, instead of bourbon, he had just like sugar. Just sugar. I had Sweets. a I had a pork belly and grits. Okay, um, where quiche. is that from? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there okay. were like there's like the this place was like tasty treats and it yeah. just had like food. Sounds amazing. Yeah, upstairs Mayan Cafe was there. Mm-hmm. I and had, they had a taco truck there. I only had some or a taco truck. I only had truck. some of Louisville's finest pure tap water. Oh, I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw they had, like, Dylan, Dylan was amazed because we were on the second floor and there were vehicles on the second no, floor. No, it not, let's not just say that, look, <laughs> that's, it wasn't just a that's vehicle. That's kind of crazy. We were on the second floor and there was an entire tour bus on the second floor. And a semi-truck. Floor. And a semi-truck. Excuse? Yes. There was, there, there obviously is some sort of ramps. ramps. But, like, oh. but for a semi to get, you just have to go up one yeah, steep I, ramp. That's impressive. Like, you can't wiggle through. Like, where are they going? Are they... You can't serpentine. Where are they going? I don't know. I don't know why it's there, but all I know is they can fit a a marching band. There's a marching band. You can fit a whole bus into the upstairs of the convention center. I'm impressed. Yeah. I have to say. I'm I'm with you. That's awesome. That sounds awesome. It was pretty awesome. That's pretty pretty cool. I had to miss this. I had to miss all the fun. I I could not leave work. I looked at Andy and I said, how the fuck is there a bus... 
on the second floor of this. And then we kind of like backed out of the room because it felt like, are we supposed to be in here with this Yeah, we were, we were walking around <laughs> while the press conference was going on. So the hallways were kind of empty. Yeah. And then Dylan had to leave and go to work. And he thought that the other wing of it was closed. And I was like, I'm going to press on. So I walked and I, I got to the other side of 3rd Street where the renovations weren't quite as heavy, I don't think. But the only thing that was over there was great for me was a, a popcorn stand. So I got to buy a bag of popcorn. Oh, for those of you who don't know, Andy loves popcorn. I think that covers all the... Oh, I had a cup of a yogurt, a blueberry yogurt parfait. See, this is your dream, first of all, because it's like going to Costco on a Sunday. It's like oh, samples sample day. So many samples you got to eat, and it was just like little portions of a bunch of different stuff yeah. that you love. And they had popcorn. And Andy will eat popcorn like if he's not hungry, he's eaten all day. It doesn't matter... We go to the movies a lot. He'll walk into the movies. He smells it. If he cannot, he cannot resist it. He always gets popcorn. Was it just regular popcorn? Was it like kettle? Did no, you just regular popcorn. Just regular, butter. which I actually prefer. Butter, butter movie, movie theater butter flavor. Oh, that's not regular. Movie theater butter is movie theater butter. Yeah, that's regular. That's the standard popcorn. If you think of no. popcorn, that's what you think of. I think of Cousin Willie's movie theater popcorn. The but one where he's like, got like the star glasses yeah. on? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's that country popcorn. Like My that's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only kind you can get. Because that's cost effective and delicious. I like I'm kettle corn saying. too, though. I do like kettle I corn. I love kettle corn. And I love like all the frou-frou popcorn you can get. Like Popcorn Station, I think it's in J-Town. Go and you get like Oreo popcorn. Yes. Like cookies and cream. Yes. I mean, oh. I will crush it. Yeah. Throw it's some like, chocolate in with it. It just takes it to another level. It's like you remember like Christmas, getting those Christmas tins. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have like regular cheddar and then the caramel popcorn. Yeah. Used to crush and caramel. Something I discovered But I used to always leave the regular. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that regular popcorn is not, not that good. good. That's like plain. You know, those, <laughs> those tins don't really, like they don't call to me. I'm just like, meh. Not no, really into I'm it. Floor, because then you can keep the tin and put stuff in it, like pennies. I don't know. I recently <laughs> discovered the Chicago style. Are you familiar with the Chicago style? No, it's the best. It's the, the only popcorn? flavored pop popcorn that I prefer over movie theater popcorn. It's a mix of the caramel and the cheddar. Mm, so you get that sweet salty. Yeah, and I was stuck in O'Hare Airport on a delay, and I went to like one of the. I guess I don't know. There was just a stand set up. And it was really good. I ended up carrying that around in my work bag for like a week because I had so much of it. And I brought it back here and I'd sit over and eat it and make a mess. But it's so good. The, the caramel and the cheddar mixed together, for some reason, if you can get the perfect blend, it's awesome. You gotta get, oh, you gotta get the right like, ratio. Chicago's the only city that like names stuff. Once they like come up with something, they like name it after them. So you have like <laughs> this like Chicago style pizza, Chicago style hot dog, Chicago style po like popcorn. Like everybody has their thing, which is like oh Chicago we... shaved beef. That's is that a I thing? Think. That's like a gyro, okay. right? Like that's just what you do. No gyros and lamb. It's lamb, but I'm just saying it's the yeah. same thing, right? right? See, that's bullshit though. But what about Kentucky Fried Chicken? That's one brand though. Like I'm talking about, like they corner the market. Like all of a sudden, you have to make a pizza and you have to call it. Chicago style Deep pizza. Dish. There's people that are adamant that Chicago style pizza is not really pizza. It's like more of a casserole. It's a pie. Yeah, it's like a because it's so deep. It's, it's just thick. you have to eat it with a fork. Like yeah. you can't even pick it up. So what do you guys thin crust or thick crust? Like Chicago style or New York style? I've recently saw something on Facebook that was like Chicago's known for its thin crust, not not the deep dish. Like that's what Chicago's all about. That's just not true. It was like on Vice. I don't know. That's what it said. And they were interviewing all these people I that mean, were just, saying that is what that is. Just because you can get thin pizza in Chicago, like, ask the average person on the street what Chicago-style pizza is. They'll say deep dish. Just because Vice 
might have come up with like, yeah, originally it was thin crust. Doesn't mean it's known for that. I don't know. We need to ask people in Chicago how often they eat Chicago-style deep dish pizza, and I bet you they say not very often. Well, nobody could eat that very often. <laughs> it's a lot. It's so much. I mean, if I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose thin crust, but I'm also an outlier, and people think I'm crazy. People so think I, Danielle don't, doesn't like pizza. People think Danielle don't like pizza, <laughs> and that's true. People think I don't, because when you tell somebody... When you tell somebody that you don't like pizza that much, that you would prefer other things over pizza, for example, a good burger, some pasta, yes, I'll take any of that over pizza. They're like, you don't like pizza? What do you mean you don't like pizza? Whoa, 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 I never said that I don't like pizza. I said that I just prefer other things more. But nobody can wrap their heads around it. No one. Kate and I I eat Costco pizza probably like... At least once a week. Do you yeah. know, is it like the pizza the from big, Costco? Or no, like, like the big box of frozen Costco pizza. Oh, it's delicious. But like, good. it's a go-to. But you're just saying like... No, I mean, I would, not, I would eat that. That's fine, yeah, but, but... Like once a week, you'd be like, no. Uh, I, no, not necessarily. I mean, we've, we've had, had frozen the, pizzas here before. Like, I, I like pizza. Dang, you made it sound like, you, like you're above a frozen pizza. You're just like, we've had frozen pizzas here before. We don't make pizza, <laughs> is the thing. We don't like make homemade pizza. Because you don't like it. <laughs> Because I make the menu, is why. Ooh, Danielle sets the course. I do. Danielle, I mean, I go grocery shopping. I want to state for the record, Danielle does like pizza. I she, do. She likes especially a Hawaiian pizza. Give me the pineapple. Give me extra pineapple. And ham? And ham okay. and bacon. You can put other stuff on there, too. And this is controversial as well, but I love a Hawaiian pizza. Okay. I love a thin crust pizza. And I like specialty pizzas. Like, if we go somewhere, I want to get the frou I want to get the whatever. But you know, it's got, like, all these meats. It's got some not crazy about that stuff. Pet. I like it, but I, you know, I just again, if there's a sandwich on the menu, I'll probably go for that. But people think I'm nuts because we live in a society where pizza is like everything. Pizza is king. I think it people is. assume that you don't like pizza because you go off on these rants about pizza whenever it comes up. It's not true. That's not why. <laughs> but you also said like if you go to a place that serves pizza, but if they have like a calzone or yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm getting a calzone. I'm gonna get well, in the calzone. Pizza zone. in a pocket. Yeah, but I like that better. <laughs> But it's technically the same thing. Would you rather have a Hot Pocket or a Totino's frozen uh, frozen pizza? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I love those little Totino's frozen pizzas, you guys. Like, those, this this is weird. Those little small ones, you know? That, like, personal pan. They cost you a dollar. Yeah, those are so good. Yeah, they got me through college. I love them. I still love them to this day. But I love Hot Pockets, too. Two things I haven't had in a really long time. Since you became an adult? Yeah. (laughs) I've... I like Hot Pockets a lot. I haven't had one in forever. I haven't I don't had want pizza rolls one. in forever. Pizza rolls, bagel mm. bites. I, I haven't had a bagel bite in probably oh. 10 years. Society, there's an entire row at the supermarket that's dedicated to pizza and pizza-related <laughs> items. No, it's true. It's true. Like, how many different ways can we have pizza? Frozen-type, right. pizza-type things. Yeah. Hmm. I but, like, a bagel bite, though, like... It's special. <laughs> like, you can't just eat that for dinner. You <laughs> can't just have a bagel bite for dinner. No, one, you need one a lot. A bagel bite. But you also can't. A bagel bite is one bagel bite for dinner. Say you're not just going to make like a, like a tray no. full of bagel bites and be like, bon appetit. It's, it's like, a snack. No, it's, it's You make them, they come with the, on the reflective tray that kind of uh, gives them a little crispiness even though they're in the micro, microwave. And then uh, you I can't microwave one, a bagel bite though. I gotta, um, hmm. No, you gotta put that in the oven. I can't have a chewy Guys, bagel bite. I need a crisp. We've, we've gone off. Of, we've, we've gone, gone off, off the rails. rails. I keep waiting for Dylan, to, like this expert 
segue podcast. He hasn't done it yet, so we'll never stop like talking about it. Bring us in and bring us in. Guys, I had it. I had it, and I, we just got <laughs> off on too much of a tangent well, when we started talking about popcorn. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. All right, where I was were gonna we say though, how you guys feel about Movie Pass and how it's just like slowly oh, declining. Like you guys are Movie Pass guys, people. We are. It's a roller coaster. You know, I got an email today, and Andy and I at the same it exact time got on Slack to, to tell each other that Movie Pass has changed its its rules and guidelines. They're giving you that surcharge. Well. Now you can only see three movies per month, and then after that it's five dollars a movie, which is still fine. But here, here's what Movie Pass said: How many percent? Eighty-nine percent of the people who see have the Movie Pass go to less than three movies a month. But you know what? We're not those people. You guys go to like twelve. No, we go on we see like every new release. I would say, I would say that on like a month where we're like hardcore, we go to four to eight movies a month. That's one to two. A, one to two a week. That's a lot. That's four to, yeah, that's like and that's, today, that's a lot. In it's today's day and age, like I like I love movies. Like I I like to play like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon and like how can I connect these actors and stuff. But like a you movie don't love them enough, I guess. No, but that's a, like that is an investment now because you can't get out of a movie theater if you're going like on a date. Like if me and Kate were gonna go, like me and Kate going on a date, ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> not gonna get out for less than like fifty bucks. Yeah, I mean. We do. We use Movie Pass a lot, so it's fine. You I know Movie Pass, you could save money. You could. That's true. But, but so we were, we got it in January of this year. We've seen a lot of movies. We've seen pretty much every movie that's been out in theaters. I'll say the last month or two, we've kind of slacked. But um, yeah, Movie Pass is is making some changes. I support it. I mean, I think it's tough. Like, well, like I get it, but you also can't like oh three movies like that's that's cool. It's like, either, that makes sense. Yeah, it's either that or like but they go they bankrupt. That surcharge you know? thing that they were gonna do like when a movie's in high demand, yeah. they're gonna charge you more. So then like you go do the Movie Pass thing, but then you still have to like pay, which True. doesn't make like that feels it's only like, contradictory month, to what though. they want to do for their True. you know because you want to go and get they your tickets and then go into yeah. the movie theater. They've gotten rid of that though now. Yeah. So the, the thing about Movie Pass is like. The company literally is designed to lose money. Yeah. They they pay, so they get nine ninety nine or whatever a month for every, every subscriber. And if I go to a movie, I swipe my MoviePass MasterCard, MoviePass pays full price for that movie. So you're losing money right off the bat. So, yeah. 100%. Like, if I and see two also, movies, yeah. they're, they're losing money. Do, um, do they I, get some sort of, like, cut from, like, like beverage and no. stuff sales? Like, you think, like, because you get a discount, right? No. You oh, don't get a discount. You, I thought you got some sort of special like movie pass discount. No, and they wanted popcorn. that. See, that's what they wanted to do. They thought that they could just throw a bunch of cash at this thing, lose money for a couple of years, but get a loyal fan base, and then figure out a way to monetize it after the fact. Whether it was a cut of concession stand, uh, maybe they could negotiate a discount with the major chains. Uh, they did start advertising to people, so I guess they they got some money ad that revenue coming in. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know. How, I think it's... I don't know the way out. All I know is that I, I'm just going to suck the marrow out of it until it goes <laughs> away because it's certainly going to go away. It will, and we know that. But I do think that it's kind of starting a change in, like, the the model of going to the movies because AMC is also starting, like, their Stubbs program, which I think it's, like, I don't know, X amount of dollars per month. So that locks you in to get discounted movies and discounted snacks. So something like that is obviously more sustainable um and these movie companies are creating these but it's i think that we're moving into that type of thing for movies 
MoviePass has been great for the movie industry in general. More people are definitely seeing movies. Yeah. Andy and I, we, I mean, I would say that we would go to more movies than the average bear, but, like, now we're going to a lot. Like, well, it's going to be tough to go back. You know, it's going to be yeah. tough. Like, once I have to actually pay for my ticket, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, when every time you go, it's going to cost you 50 But I still want to go. To 20. I mean, and, I, and I think for that's, the month? that's what the theaters were afraid of. Like, they, they love the pop, and they, I'm sure their concession stands and their ticket sales went up, but they're afraid that once MoviePass's business model, which they felt like was unsustainable, which it probably is, um, once they went belly up, that all these people that started coming back to the movies all the time would stop. Yeah. But the, I mean, the best thing they can do is, like, hitch to, like, Disney or something that they, that can obviously, like, bankroll them. And Disney's getting ready to, like, pull a lot of their movies and stuff off of Netflix, which, that honestly, that's one of the biggest things for me, is that like, if I don't see something in theaters, like, I don't really worry about it that much because it's going to be on Netflix in the next, like, six months. Yeah. And then I watch it from home, and I pay for Netflix. Like, I yeah. pay for Netflix. I mean, for me, it's, like, the, the experience of being there, the which big I, screen, yeah, like, the I whole love thing. That. Popcorn. The pop... The obvious, well, Andy loves the popcorn. Um, I usually get Sour Patch Kids, but... Ooh. All that aside, we love Movie Pass. It's awesome, and we know that it. I wish them the best. It may not be around forever, but we're gonna we're gonna continue to <laughs> go to our like three plus movies per month. Like I at this point, it's not. There's no reason for me to do it because I feel like I'm gonna sign up for them, and it's gonna. Go well, down. my friend Leslie signed up, and then she like canceled it like three weeks later because every time she wanted to go to a movie, it had like a lightning bolt on it, and then she would go, and it was a surcharge or it was sold out or whatever. And I get that. Um, so, I think, honestly, we haven't gone in a few weeks. Like, I think we completely missed the Thunderbolt. Like, the... The surcharge The surcharge, yeah. I think we just, Thunderbolt, like, is that the new Schwarzenegger film? <laughs> yes, it's where he, come, he comes back from the past. Okay. <laughs> or the future. I didn't hear about this one. He comes back from the future, but he's also from the yeah, past. Yeah, we haven't we have been to the movies in yeah. a And in then a he might be a robot, but I'm not sure. Who knows? That's the twist. Maybe. We'll have to add that to the list. Yeah, yeah. add it to the list. After we see Mission Impossible Fallout, I've seen that trailer a million times. Shout out to Tom Cruise doing Shout all his out. own stunts. Yeah, for having a death wish. I think that's how he, I, like. I think that's secretly how he wants to go out. Like that's why he keeps Dude, doing these. It's nuts. Is that the, how he stays young? What being a crazy person? Yeah, I don't know. So the soul. The Scientology. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I was hoping you weren't gonna say that. Now they're gonna come after us. This is what they do. You think mm. that they're monitoring the airwaves? And well, everything know. is. Our you never know, man. We're gonna get like a cease and desist all of a sudden, and we're gonna like we're gonna Some be a we were, In reality, we were touting the benefits of Scientology because <laughs> he looks amazing. Honestly, young and not dying on the set of. It's like, do I pay for a bunch of Botox or do I become a Scientologist? Sourmesh Tours podcast brought to you by Scientology. Oh, yikes! Cut that one out. Yep. Anyway, L R H. Yeah. Did, um, you know, did, did you have a hypothetical for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how we've talked about like movies and food and bourbon. Yeah, we were worried we weren't going to have anything to talk about. Today. We really were. Okay, so I have a hypothetical. And this, I, I don't know, This it might be a good one. You guys might like it. But would you rather forget who you were or who everyone else was? Ooh. That's a lose-lose, right? <laughs> it is, but you have to think about, okay, so forget who you are. Yeah. You wake up tomorrow, you have no idea where you are, who you're with, what you're supposed to do. You don't know how old you are. You don't know what your job is, how you got there, where you're going. Or you wake up tomorrow, totally normal, and then Kate wakes up and screams. She doesn't know who you are. Wait, so everybody else forgets you? 
Is that, the second one? Who's to say that Kate doesn't already wake up? Oh, psych, 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 psych. Take that back. Uh oh. If you forget who everyone else is, so you wake up and you know who you are, but you see Kate and you're like, holy shit, who is this in the bed? Who, who's in the bed? I'd or be like, hey, I'm a lucky man. You go to work yeah. and you don't you don't recognize any of your coworkers. You don't but, recognize. But does that assume? You forget who everyone is. But if you forget yourself, you still remember everybody else. So like, no. Ooh, that see that's tough though. That's tough. So like, what are the rules? You what either start completely clean slate, or you like live this life where nobody like where you don't know anybody. Yeah. Huh. I think that it's. Huh. I would rather not. I'd rather forget myself because <laughs> assuming that I still knew everybody else, they could pretty quickly I think fill me in. But if you forget yourself, that's, then you can't technically know who anybody else is. That's so. But then that goes against the the, uh, the premise. Forgetting yourself, though, like, it's one thing to get the context from other people, but, like, internally not knowing, I don't know, you'd have to start all over. But you don't, like, even if you do know somebody, you don't really know, like, them. Right. So you say, like, what do I like? And they'd be like, well, you like this. Like, you can be really impressionable. But if you still remember who you are, you're like, I like pasta. Or Danielle could be, like, someone, you could tell Danielle you love pizza. Yeah, you can. But, like, if she knows herself, she's going to be like, I don't love but pizza. But then I'm going to eat pizza and be like, you know, this is good, but I'd rather have a burger. <laughs> maybe. But you're starting over. You start from scratch. But it maybe, doesn't mean. Maybe your taste buds are reset. Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe I'm still myself. I just don't remember. This is a really complicated one, guys. Play... I hadn't really thought about all this beforehand. Yeah, this beforehand. is, like, cosmic. Yeah. This was it can't be funny. It's too serious. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm get... I'm just kidding. We I'm trying to think about... Well, well so what's like, a, you would want to go to a different... No, I'm just kidding. I'm, no, I want to tackle this because this is like a... This is a conundrum. Because, like, how much stuff would unravel... You wake up because, like... So, if you don't know yourself, then you're not going to go to work. Well, now you... You're going to get fired. But you also don't know how to do your work. So, like... I'm a fundraiser. I gotta go to well, work. Well, maybe you know, and... but you just forgot who you were. Like, you forget who you are, but you know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. See, that's different, though. That's like a, that's like being a robot. <laughs> what do you think, Andy? I'm thinking that... You're still holding on to what you would rather do? Well, like, you'd rather I'm trying to yourself? I'm trying to come up with some, like, solid rules here. Well, what right? about one with, like, some actual rules? Do well, you guys I think want it, that? I think if you wake up... Let me, let me just... Let me riff here a little bit. Okay, talk okay. it through. So, yeah. you wake up... And you don't know yourself. Yes. So that means like you don't know your likes, your dislikes, your career path. You don't know anything about yourself. But in the the letter of the law in that, you still know everybody else. Yep. So you, I guess you recognize like I would wake up and I would know who Danielle was, but I just would be a, a totally clean slate. I still think that I could use those relationships that I know that I have to remind myself about me and I could like learn myself again pretty quickly. The other one, you wake up and you're like a stranger in your own world. Like you know all these people or you know who you are, but it's like suddenly you're you don't recognize anybody else. I think that it's sounds like starting, worse. But they remember off. but they know who you are. Right? I don't know. See, that's the thing though. Would you rather <laughs> eat poop flavored chocolate <laughs> or chocolate flavored poop? <laughs> that was that was that was the other hypothetical. Yeah, so that was the other one we were working with, guys. So, so we went for the we went for the one that was a little bit more philosophical. I guess I guess I would eat poop flavored chocolate. Here's here's the only reason I'm saying this because I because I have thought about this since since you mentioned it. 
I just don't want to eat a turd. Like, I think health-wise, that's just probably not good for me. Even though it tastes good like chocolate, <laughs> it probably is just not good for me to consume because it's a turd. You know what I'm saying? So, I'd probably just, like, just hold my nose and, like, take it like a pill and just eat this poop-flavored chocolate if you're making me do it. If you're making me. I just don't want to eat a turd. Even if it tastes like chocolate, I don't want to eat poop. And how big is it? Like, is it just whatever comes out that day? I'm like assuming that? it's turd size. But turds are different <laughs> sizes, man. Like, am I just supposed to roll the dice with whatever I got that day? I mean, it's just... the, the appearance is key. Like, if if the turd is oh, like, oh, if it's chopped up like a Hershey bar, like where what you can break off like a Hershey bar. bar. They both no. Like, I mean, there's different there's different kinds of poop. They both look like those. They 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 both look like those. Santa Claus is in tinfoil that you get on Christmas. So it's not. So they're in tinfoil. One is one is poop. One is chocolate. <laughs> like, what are we doing? I mean, I'm still know. gonna eat the chocolate. I'm not eating the turd. I'm just not eating the turd, guys. But if you forgot who you were, then, then what would you do? Would you eat the poop or the chocolate? If I forgot that that you, eating eating a turd was bad for me, or I just forgot who I was. Because if I'm a random person with any sense about me, I don't want to eat a turd. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Would you guys feel good about yourself one day if you woke up and you chose a turd and you ate the turd? You tasted like chocolate, but you have to live with yourself that you ate this poop. And then people say, what did you do this morning? And you're like, I just ate a turd. But it's fine because it tasted like chocolate. No. It's fine because it tasted like chocolate. I think I agree with you. And mm-hmm. I go back to those, uh, those jelly beans. Like, you know, those, the bean oh, boozle, the bean yeah. boozle boozle. So like I don't fan. think whatever web creates this poop flavor to put into the chocolate is going to be able to actually recreate the taste. I don't They're know. pretty good They're at pretty it. Good. I eat those jelly beans and it's like earwax. Not so bad. Well, you, what? you, a, you're a monster. No, no, like he, he is a monster. Kate's the same was, way. Not me. I, I was like, the, I played that game with her and her parents the first time. She didn't make a single face the yeah. entire time. I, I, she always said like, I got good ones, and then she was just like, No, I got some bad ones, but I just didn't want you all to know. Like, I like physically can't eat like a stuck jelly bean. I took bean like, I took like one little disgusted. bite, and then I, I spit it into the trash can. That's I, legitimately right. what I did for every single grocery. You can't say they're not that bad. There's one that's vomit, vomit and booger. Man. Off it. Awful. I mean, I think you're letting the. If you didn't know that it was vomit or booger, you'd probably just be like, eh, that's "No, kind of, it didn't taste good." So <laughs> no, it tastes bad. Well, maybe you should eat the turd, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe you want the turd. No, I, I want the poop flavored. It was the chocolate. factory flavored. Yeah, like poop chocolate. Oh, the, pe- the people at uh, whatever the jelly bean company. I'm gonna is, assume Wonka, up. but this <laughs> Jelly Belly is yeah. the yeah. But Wonka is making this this poop yeah, flavored chocolate. Yeah, I don't chocolate. know, guys. It's tough, but. We gotta call this guy. Yeah, we should probably stop now. <laughs> we're yeah. getting we're getting down a path that I'm not sure we want to continue on. <laughs> so, with that being said, I with, guess we're gonna go with ahead. With all the turd uh, talk. With, uh, yeah, we're gonna cut the turd talk off with this. And uh, <laughs> if you still want to, or if you're still listening, uh, check us out uh, on <laughs> sour and on uh, social media at sour mesh tours. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this. We definitely have. Um, we might have gone insane, uh, but we hope that you're going to listen in next time to the cast. And uh, until next time, guys, cheers. 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 Subscribe. Like <laughs> us. Tell your friends. <laughs>